Good morning, church. Pray things are going well, that life is good, that you're seeing God's hand moving. But I'm excited for today. Of course, we got another message. Um, if you're new here, welcome to ABU Arnold Benson Unified Church. Uh, we are a new church that is getting planted in the Arnold Benson uh, community and neighborhood here in Lubbock, Texas. And so, if this is your first time, welcome. If you've been joining me, glad to have you back again. We have some cool things in the works, and uh, on January 23rd, uh, we'll actually be at Hollins Park on 1st and Vernon Street at 2 p.m. We're going to be doing a prayer walk, but also we're going to be doing a prayer cleanup. So what I mean is, we're going to have some trash bags, we're going to help clean up um, the park and the neighborhood as we walk around and pray, maybe pray with some people if we come across it, but I want to invite you to join us with that. And also, we have a prayer and worship service that I'm trying to figure out and work out. And as I get the details, of course, I will let you know, um, man, but really, we're just, you know, we're just some Jesus-loving folks, and we just want to help you, uh, man, bloom wherever that God plants you. So we're excited for you to join us. And if you were uh, with us last week, or if you weren't, uh, I want to encourage you, you can always look for us online, and you can go back and, and listen to any message on Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, all these different platforms. You can listen to podcasts. You can catch uh Earlier messages and even encouragements throughout the week. Um, last week's message was called The Flurries of Worries, of how worrying is an infectious and it could be impacting us in multiple ways. Um, man, that could be devastating, right? But it never changes the truth that God is still in control, God is still good, God is still moving, and that we have work to do. Well, today's message is called The Comfort In. Comfort In. And one thing that we're looking for when we're going through times that are stressful, that are hard, that are difficult, is comfort. And well, God has a place just for you, just for me, for all of us to come and hang and receive comfort, no matter the midst of the trials that we're going again. So let's take advantage of our reservations, right? Because if we aren't checking in to the comfort in with God, then that means that we're checking in somewhere else that's never truly going to bring relief. And so today we're going to be in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And of course, before we get started, man, I just want to open this up in a prayer um, to kind of align our minds, our hearts with God. And so we can be receptive of the thing that he has for each one of us. So let me pray and we'll jump right in. Father, I just thank you, uh, man. You meet us where we're at. It doesn't matter how long that we've had a relationship with you, um, how crazy our life is, Lord. You meet us exactly where we're at. You pull up a seat. You have a conversation. And you're willing to walk with us through anything. So I just thank you for that, Lord. Uh, because it's something that you don't have to do. But it's something that you choose to do. And so, Lord, I pray that we would choose to have an open heart and open ears to hear your voice. To follow the things you speak to us. And to walk in what you say and not what our emotions or the feelings try to control and tell us. And so, Father, I just pray today. Uh, we would hear you with great clarity, that we would receive your word, uh, but it wouldn't fall on deaf ears, Lord, um, that we would actually uh, figure out how you are asking us to apply this and that we would walk in this. And so we just thank you and we love you. And man, we're just grateful for another day because we know that it wasn't promised. So we love you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So we're going to be in 2 Corinthians Chapter 3, starting at verse, I mean, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, I messed that all up. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, starting at verse 3, all the way to verse 11. So let me start. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we'll be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with His comfort through Christ. Even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you. Then you can patiently endure the same thing we suffered. We are confident that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort that God gives us. We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble that we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure. And we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God, who raises the dead. And he did rescue us from mortal danger, and he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him, and he will continue to rescue us. And you who are helping us by praying for us, then many people will give thanks to God for his graciously answered so many prayers for our safety. The Comfort Inn, church. Pull up. Let's go to the Comfort Inn. And here's one of the cool things about the Comfort Inn. You can speak to the owner. Don't you just love that? You can speak directly to the owner. Now, it's cool if you got a pastor and, and, you know, they're always there for you. If they're available, that's cool. And even, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ, you have the body, the church that are there to supportive of you in your times. Um, even friends and family, like all those things are great things to have. Um, but I want you to understand is they should never be the main source, okay? They can be a resource, but never take the place of your main source. And I say this because depending on people, um, no matter how long you've known them, no matter their position, their title, um, no matter who they are, they're human. And because of that, we all come with this little, small, fine print that sometimes we like to ignore and not even pay attention to, but we all need to be aware of it and be reminded of it. And do you know what that small, fine print says? It says we're limited. It says we're flawed. It says we're not always available. And here's the big thing. It says we're not God. We're not. So making that your main source is like going to speak to the manager when you have direct access to the owner. It would make sense, right? We should go speak to the owner instead of dealing with the middleman and all that. Let's move to the side. Let's go speak directly to the owner. In verse 3, he says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. So it's nice to have people in our corner, to have these people, right? But the reality is they're really an extension of the one who gives us life, okay? And if you become too dependent on people, um, you're setting yourself up uh, to get hurt instead of healed, um, to get disappointed instead of comfort. And I'm not saying that people are going to do this intentionally, even your pastor and all these things. But we're human. We're not perfect. We're not God. We're not Jesus. And we can never fully support in the way that God can and be available in the same way that he is. And so when you run from help, man, go speak to the owner. Run to the owner. Because he is the source of all comfort, and it doesn't matter if it's physical, emotional, mentally, uh, man, spiritually. It could be a combination. It could be all of those things. It doesn't matter the depths or the complexities of what is going on in your life. You still have direct access to him, and you don't have to wait around to go and speak to him. You can go straight to him. Uh, and it's a verse that I've been praying this past week over some people. In uh, Psalms 138, verse 3, it says, as soon as I prayed, you answered. 
you you encouraged me by giving me strength. As soon as I prayed, you answered. We got a direct line to God. We don't have to wait around and, you know, oh, man, I need to go pray with this brother or sister. I need them to go pray for me. Like, no, 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 no. What we need to do is go speak to the owner first before we even ask other people for prayer, before we even put that out there or, or invite people to come and join us in prayer. We should already be having a conversation with the owner and asking for his help because he's the source. He's the one of all comfort. Amen. So we don't have to wait to start receiving relief. And so speak his word over yourself, uh, speak uh, over your situation, and then stand on what he's telling you and, and stand uh, on what the Holy Spirit is, is showing you. And here's the cool thing about going and speaking to the owner is I know it could be intimidating, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to tell him. I'm, I'm afraid to share these. And man, for one, it's a safe place that you're not going to be judged. He already knows what's up. He already knows the situation. But in Romans, it talks about that even when you don't have the words, that the Holy Spirit, even through moans and groans, is going to speak on your behalf to communicate what's going on so that way you are heard clearly, but also God can answer directly. Amen? That's awesome. So we want to speak to the owner when you're staying at the Comfort Inn. But we also want to do this, church. Use the amenities. Just like you stay anywhere else, it comes with things included in it. But when you have a relationship with Jesus, when you go to him, the source of all comfort, Man, what you find out is there are some amenities available to you that's more than just a place to lay your head. Okay, it becomes a place that you want to revisit. It becomes a destination for you that you will frequently visit. Um, it becomes a place that you get rejuvenated. You get rested. Uh, man, you get uh, strengthened. You get wiser. And you become an advocate for others. Verse 4, he says, He comforts us and all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we'll be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. So we learned that when we're going through this, it doesn't matter what we're going through. There's always comfort available to us. And then on top of that, uh, we're going to be able to take what we've learned, to take what we've gotten and comfort others with it. And so, man, that, that's, that's so huge um, because that also means that we don't have to have all the answers, right? And, and as much as, uh, you know, we're going to learn things along the way. Man, there's going to be always more things that we can learn, especially from those that have been through it before. And that's how thoughtful and, and that God was, um, that he's like, you know what? Everybody's situation is unique to them, right? It's unique to you what you go through. But in the same boat, um, people can relate to similar things. And because of that, uh, we can walk with God in similar situations Learn, learn things and then be able to build each other and encourage each other and share with each other. And really, that's a huge encouragement whenever we're in that place, right? Because we all need comfort. And man, because it, it's tough for us, right? And Proverbs 16, 24 says, Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. So not only do we develop kind words that we could speak life to other people, but it's vice versa, man. The trials that they've gone through, um, when they come to our aid, they'll be able to do the same thing. And that'll be soothing for all of us. Because um, I know sometimes when we're going through it, it can get lonely. We can feel like nobody else is going through this. Nobody can relate. Um, but that's how thoughtful God is. Like I said, man, that he already knew these things were going to take place. And so he set up a system that we can build with each other, that we can walk through these things with each other, and that he can walk with us in it. So we can refine relief in his comfort. Uh, verse 5 says, For the more we suffer for Christ, 
the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. I'm going to say this right here. More problems, more Jesus, right? More problems, more Jesus. The more problems we have, the more Jesus we need. Uh, but the good news is the more that we go through, the more that God will provide, giving us exactly what we need. And I know we all prefer just to hit the on-ramp and exit out of the suffering, exit out of the difficulties, exit out of the tough times. Um, but church, I want you to know that nothing in this life that you go through happens without God being aware of it first. Nothing. He already knows what's up. And so if we only go to God in our times of trouble, um, when we are, are, are sinking and we're overwhelmed and all these things, and we never go to God anytime others, man, do we really love God? Or do we just love whenever we're not in that position of discomfort, of pain, and we're just looking to be relieved from it? That's something we need to ask ourselves, right? Because we should be including God in all aspects of our lives, good, bad, and ugly. He should be right there and because he wants to be right there. But it's up to us to include him in there. Um, and we have to remember, man, if he's allowed it, he will help us through it and he will see us through it. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't care for us or he doesn't love us or he doesn't, uh, he wants to see us get hurt. It's none of those things, okay? Just know that one day, Jesus will make wrong things right. One day, Jesus will make wrong things right. And until then, man, we just have to trust God. Know that he will use us in a greater way than the suffering that we are currently enduring. Verse 6 and 7, it says, Even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you. Then you can patiently endure the same thing we suffered. We are confident that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. Church, God does some of his best work in our lives in our darkest moments. And hearing, you know, that trouble uh, is going to be a comfort in itself. It's not an easy thing to process, right? Um, but it should bring us comfort to know that God doesn't waste anything. He uses everything. And in fact, uh, the trials that we go through oftentimes become pillars that strengthen our faith and grow our roots deeper in them. And so you'll grow a deeper intimacy with God, um, your relationship with Him. Uh, you'll be able to experience Him in ways that you couldn't if you weren't going through this. And that's the thing. I know we want God to take us out of situations, but the reason that He walks with us through the situation is because a lot of times there's lessons and there's ways that He's trying to grow us and stretch us because there's later things down the road that are even harder than that uh, but also he's trying to prepare us for those occasions. So next time we face something, we're not overwhelmed. We're not, man, freaking out, but we're more confident, um, not even in ourselves, but we're confident in him because we've seen him be faithful. We've seen him go uh, get us through it. And so all of these amenities, amenities, amenities um, become at our disposal um, when we're at the comfort end. And so we can't let them go and use um, because what's the point, right? If we're not using the things that God has given us, then what we're really doing is making everything harder. When he's trying to step in, he's trying to help us. We have to learn that we need to move out of his way, right? Let him lead us. Um, take what he's given us and walk and believe it. And man, not let our emotions drive us. And here's the thing. So we know we got to use the amenities. We know we can speak to the owner. And just like any state, when you're at the comfort inn, um, you usually share your experiences like we were talking about earlier. But we need to share the review. We need to share the review. 
and understand that our life is bigger than ourselves. And as you grow with Jesus and you, and you develop in your faith, man, you'll grow the ability to see beyond yourself, to see that, man, you know what? You see a world around you instead of yourself inside of a world. And yes, what we go through is personal, um, and it's our story. And the thing about stories is all stories are to be read, right? But they're not also just to be read. They're to be shared with others. And so we should be sharing as well. In verse 89, it says, We think y'all to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble that we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure, and we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God who raises the dead. See, sharing our story is nothing to be ashamed of. And I know a lot of times God has taken us from a dark place and we're not proud of maybe sometimes our actions or the things that we had to go through. But it's nothing that we should be ashamed of because he gets so much glory out of it. It happened. It's real. Um, it's our experience. And usually, man, uh, we, we reach points uh, of when we're in there that we feel hopeless that we feel discouraged, just like they were talking about. We didn't think we were going to make it out. We feel overwhelmed. I mean, we feel downright defeated. And if you're in those places today, man, I, I pray that you won't see where you're at as the ending, um, but I pray that you will see it as a new beginning, that God is going to do a work. Because um, God can fix things that are broken, okay? And just imagine, the more that you're in pieces, the more that God has to work with, and the more that God is going to help you let go of things that you don't need, to be holding on to it to begin with. And it also helps you see, man, how your life maybe was more dependent on yourself than it was on God. And God wants to strip you off of that because a life dependent on yourself is always a life waiting to fall apart. But a life dependent on Jesus is a life that grows and is strengthened in the midst of the most difficult of situations. And so he wants to encourage us with that. In verse 10 he says, and he didn't rescue us Oh, he did rescue us from motor danger, and he rescued us again. We have placed our confidence in him, and we will continue to rescue us. And he will continue to rescue us. I messed that all up. But you get what I said. You read what I said, right? You'll see God's faithfulness in your life in ways that you can't deny it. That you'll be like, man, man, God was really moving. In fact, he saved me out of this place. He, he did something that is beyond myself. And the cool thing about this is he's not just going to do it one time. God is always going to be there, and he's always going to be at your rescue. And God always has, you know, your best interest at heart because the reality is it's his interest and his will for your life, and he's trying to steer you to that. And that's the best interest that any of us can have, amen? So when your faith is being stretched in, in, in these ways, man, what happens is, man, it gives you patience and endurance. So when that storms come again, um, now you're going to be able to stand firm, you're going to be unshaken, and you're going to be confident in God. And so, man, that's something that we all need. and something that we get when we continue to share our experiences, when we share our reviews. In verse 11, it says, And you are helping us by praying for us. Then many people will give thanks because God has graciously answered so many prayers for our safety. It's like the verse I shared in Psalms 138. Man, no prayers go unanswered. No prayers go unanswered. Everything that we speak is listened to by God, and then he's going to respond uh, in a way that's going to glorify him. Okay, I know we want God to respond in different ways a lot of times to please ourselves, uh, but he's going to do what's best. And man, his his best is always better than our best. Amen? 
And God is going to answer in the ways that leave no doubt that he's the one that's moving in your life. He's the one that's answering. And it will be so clear um, that believers will see it too. And others that don't have a relationship with God, man, they will be able to identify and say, man, there's there's something weird going on there. Like, I don't understand how this person has peace and they have joy. And I know that their situation is horrible. Like, I, I my situation isn't near as bad and I'm miserable. People will be drawn to you um, by hearing you share your review. And they'll know that he's real because you know it as you go through it and you see God be faithful. You know how he's real. Now the believers already know what's up. And so they, they get encouragement from it as well. And so would other people that don't even have a relationship with God. Because yeah, that's the way he answers. He answers in a way that glorifies him, in a way that people can't deny, in a way that puts the doubters to rest. And so sharing, man, it's so powerful. It, it gives hope to the hopeless. Uh, man, it helps the pre the people that are broken get repaired and those that are lost find a home. So we need to be sharing our reviews, eh, church? And so my challenge for all of us this week is use what's been given. Use what's been given. And this thing that he's given us, these things that he's telling us, uh, they're not just to fall in one ear and fall out the other. Uh, he says these things for us for a reason because for one, we're going to go through it. We're going to find ourselves in this position um, that all these things that he's spoken to us, we need to be reminded of and walk in. And he's trying to strengthen us. He's trying to build us up. But like anything else, man, if you don't choose to do nothing with it, man, you're going to continue to check into places that you're not going to find relief, that you're not going to find comfort, that things are always going to be temporary. And he's trying to give you something that's eternal. Amen. He's trying to help you. But are you willing to help yourself? Use the things that he's given you. Use it. Everything that you read in this thing is something for you to be used. So when it talks about spending more time with God and praying, it talks about all these specific things of, that we should be applying to our lives. Do it. Do it and watch how God moves through it and he blesses you because of it. And I'm not saying blesses. For, in a, in a, a, lot of, a lot of times we think of blessing, we think of almost material if we're being honest, right? We're like, oh man, God's going to bless me. Yeah, I'm trying to win the lottery. Like, no, no, that's not the type of thing I'm saying. I'm saying God's going to give you the patience when you need it. He's going to give you the endurance when you need it. He's going to help you, give you the exact thing that you need for every exact moment when you use what's been given. So that's the challenge for you this week, church. That you would go check in to the comfort in. That you would speak to the owner. That you would use the amenities. And that you would share your review. Use what's been given. Let me pray. Father, I just thank you, uh, man. Uh, like, like I was saying earlier, Lord, uh, man, it doesn't matter the difficulties of things that we face in this life, Father. They are never bigger than you. And so I just pray that we would spend more time telling our problems about you than telling you about our problems. Uh, because, God, you are faithful. And your word never changes. You never change. And you are a man of your word. You do exactly what you say. And so, Father, I just pray that today you would bring comfort to those that are in need of comfort uh, that they would always check in with you know that they have direct access um, that they don't have to wait to go and speak to you that they could come and lay these burdens at your feet and in the process they're going to be letting go of things that they were never meant to carry and father you said that this is daily bread and so that means that we got to come back every day to be fed that means that we got to come back every day to receive more just for that we need for that day so, Father, help us do our part in being faithful in that um, so that way we can weather these storms, 
So we cannot let our emotions uh, drive us and make decisions for us, uh, but instead we let your Holy Spirit guide us and we use your wisdom to guide this life. And so we just thank you, Father. I pray blessings over my brothers and sisters this week. Uh, man, I pray that they would be able, uh, no matter what they're going through, to make sure that they go and spend time with you and check in and that they would use everything that you give them. And I would do the same as well, Lord. And that even when we mess up, Father, that we wouldn't be afraid to come and speak to you about it, to seek forgiveness, to repent, and allow you to help us turn from that and make better decisions moving forward. So, Father, we love you. We trust you. We pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, church, I love you. Pray this bless you. Um, thank you for enduring it with me. Sometimes I get tongue-tied. Um, but if God can use a person that was wretched like me, that got dyslexia, that can't read, can't even talk sometimes, he can use you too. And so, church, I love you. Keep you updated. If you got a prayer request, let us know. If you need a, a place to give your offer and your tithe, you can look in the comments. You can also message in the comments your prayer requests. Um, but, man, I love y'all, man. And just have a great week. Know that God is with you. And there's nothing greater uh, to have on your side. Have a great week.